Today is the 26th day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is great to be here with you today. Probably overly full bellies from yesterday, trying to figure out what happened to our systems. Big day of like exchanging things and oh, after holiday sales and all of that. So, well, welcome to the post Christmas festivities. Here around the global campfire, it's always kind of the same. It's a peaceful place. God's word is spoken here, straight from the scriptures. No matter what's going on in our lives, we can come in here and be here together. There's no time that anybody's listening alone. And we have this place to recenter ourselves in the word of God and be oriented to God through his word so that we know how to live our lives. And so let's take that next step, post-Christmas step. That leads us back into the book of Zechariah. Today we'll read Zechariah chapter 9. A threatening oracle. The word of the Lord against the land of Hadrach and against Damascus, its resting place, because the eye of the Lord is on mankind and on all the tribes of Israel. It is also against Hamath, which borders on Damascus, and Tyre and Sidon, though they are very wise. Tyre has built a stronghold for herself and has piled up silver like dust and gold like dirt from the streets. Look, the Lord will seize everything she possesses and throw her wealth into the sea, and she will be consumed by fire. Ashkelon will see it and be afraid. Gaza will writhe in anguish, and Ekron too, because her hopes have been dashed. The kingship will perish from Gaza, and Ashkelon will no longer be inhabited. A mixed race will live in Ashdod, and I will cut off the pride of the Philistines. I will remove their blood from their mouths and their detestable things from between their teeth. Philistia too will be a remnant for our God, and it will be like a clan in Judah. Ekron will be like the Jebusites. I will set up camp around my house as a guard against those passing back and forth. The oppressor will never again march over them because now I am watching with my own eyes. Rejoice greatly, daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and brings salvation. He is humble and is riding on a donkey, on a colt the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The battle bow will be taken away and he will proclaim peace to the nations. His kingdom will extend from sea to sea, from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will release your prisoners from the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold, you prisoners who have hope. This very day I declare that I will restore double to you, for I will bend Judah as my bow, and I will load it with Ephraim. I will rouse your sons, Zion, against your sons, Greece, and I will make you like a strong warrior's sword. The Lord will appear above them, and his arrow will go out like lightning. The Lord God will sound the ram's horn, and he will go forth in the windstorms from the south. The Lord of armies will defend them and they will eat. They will overpower their enemies with sling stones. Then they will drink 
and they will be boisterous as if drunk with wine. They will be filled like a sprinkling bowl used at the corners of the altar. On that day the Lord their God will save them as the flock of his people, for like the jewels of a crown they will shine on his land. Yes, what goodness it will have, what beauty! Grain will make the young men thrive, and new wine will make the young women thrive. Revelation 17 One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and spoke to me. He said, Come, I will show you the judgment on the great prostitute who is sitting on many waters. The kings of the earth have committed sexual immorality with her, and those who make their home on the earth have become drunk on the wine of her immorality. The angel carried me in spirit into a wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was covered with blasphemous names and had seven heads and ten horns. The woman was clothed with purple and scarlet and was adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls. In her hand was a gold cup full of abominations and the filth of her sexual immorality. And on her forehead this name was written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of the prostitutes and the abominations of the earth. And I saw that this woman was drunk from the blood of the saints and the blood of Jesus' martyrs. When I saw her, I was greatly amazed. And the angel said to me, Why are you amazed? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her, the one that has seven heads and ten horns. The beast that you saw, he existed, is no more, and he is about to come out of the abyss and go to destruction. Those who make their home on the earth, whose names have not been written in the book of life from the creation of the world, will be amazed when they see the beast, because he existed, is no more, and will exist again. A mind that has wisdom is needed here. The seven heads are seven hills on which the woman is sitting. They are also seven kings. Five have fallen. One is, the other has not yet come, but when he comes, he must remain for a little while. The beast that existed and is no more is the eighth king, who is one of the seven, and is going to go to destruction. The ten horns that you saw are ten kings who have not yet received a kingdom, but along with the beast they will receive authority like kings for one hour. They share one purpose, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. They will wage war against the Lamb, but the Lamb will overcome them, because he is Lord of lords and King of kings. Those who are with him are the called, the elect, and the believing. The angel also said to me, the waters that you saw where the prostitute is sitting are peoples, multitudes, nations, and languages. The ten horns and the beast that you saw will hate the prostitute and will cause her to be abandoned and naked. They will also eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to carry out his purpose, namely, to agree to give their royal authority to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. The woman who you saw is the great city that rules over the kings of the earth. Psalm 
145. The Lord is worthy of praise. A song of praise by David. I will exalt you, my God, the King, and I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you, and I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and worthy of great praise, and there are no limits to the extent of His greatness. One generation will praise your deeds to another, and they will declare your mighty acts. I will contemplate the glorious splendor of your majesty and the accounts of your wonderful works. Then they will speak about the power of your awesome works, and I will tell about your great deeds. They will pour forth the memory of your abundant goodness and sing loudly about your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and great in mercy. The Lord is good to all. His compassion extends over all He has made. Everyone you have made will thank you, O Lord, and the ones you favor will bless you. They will tell about the glory of your kingdom, and they will speak about your might, to make known His might to the children of Adam to make known the glorious splendor of His kingdom. Your kingdom is a kingdom for all ages, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all His words and merciful toward all He has made. The Lord lifts up all who fall, and He supports all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look eagerly to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. He opens His hand and He satisfies the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all His ways and merciful toward all He has made. The Lord is near to all who call on Him, to all who call on Him in truth. He grants the desire of those who fear Him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love Him, but He will destroy all the wicked. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord. Let all flesh bless His holy name forever and ever. Proverbs 30, 32 If you have acted like a fool by exalting yourself, or if you have been scheming, put your hand over your mouth. Okay, so it's the day after Christmas, right? And so a lot of laying around, but then a lot of also, I don't know, visiting. People are still around. We're just feeling tired from it, maybe exhausted. It's been an exhausting month. We'll have leftovers today, maybe exchange some gifts. Maybe today's the day that family leaves and heads back to whatever state they're going to. Or maybe today's the day you leave and you're on your way back. But it's today, like... Christmas comes and then boom, it's over and our hearts start to slowly move away from the Christmas season and we start focusing on what's to come and slowly move away from what was and looking forward to the new year. And what we just read in the book of Proverbs today offered us wise counsel that, that must inform us as we move forward. If you have acted like a fool by exalting yourself, or if you have been scheming, 
put your hand over your mouth. So no matter how we have conducted ourselves over the last couple of days, it's not likely that we haven't exhibited or encountered pride. We notice this in the overinflated versions of ourselves that we portray, the kind of curated versions that get put out there online. In fact, the last couple of days we've been around a lot of people probably that we're not always around and maybe we've endured hours of conversation with people that we love that just compare themselves to everything. Gifts, careers, spouses, kids, choices. Maybe we've made people that we love endure hours of us doing that kind of posturing. Proverbs is saying, hey, why don't you try this other path? Why don't you shut your mouth? (laughs) Why don't you put your hand over your mouth? That's ancient wisdom from thousands of years ago. So this has been going on for thousands of years among the human race. And that can seem harsh at first, put your hand over your mouth, but it's freeing. We're being given permission that we don't have to do the game. We don't have to play the comparison game. We don't have to play the gossip and slander game. According to Proverbs, that only makes us look like a fool and we don't have to do it, right? We can, we can bite our tongue and leave those prideful words inside. They don't need to be born into the world. We're allowed to be who we are and we're allowed to do that honestly. And that doesn't have to be gained by comparison. We don't have to go into this new year false. The word for next year is truth. Not only to explore the truth of the scriptures, but to actually walk with the mirror in front of our face and see just how much false that we allow. We don't have to go into the new year false. We've been given permission to be true. We don't have to go into the new year falsely inflated. I mean, we're probably going into the new year wanting to lose a few pounds. Maybe we could lose a little pride and a little arrogance while we're losing a few pounds. We've we've learned all year that our identity can only be found by embracing the long-suffering mercy of God. And we're nothing compared to that, but compared to each other, there is no comparison. We're children of God. We don't have to pose. We don't have to hide. We don't have to curate. We don't have to present this image of spirituality in ourselves that it's like what we hope to be, but it's not what we are. It's foolishness. It won't get us anywhere. We're wearing a mask. It's not true. Let's be true and grow in maturity and be who we are. When we were reading through Paul's letters, he told us that we are all invited to reflect the glory of the Lord upon the earth. Think about that. We get to be ourselves and be true with nothing to hide as we reflect the glory of the Lord upon the earth. Man, that's a good New Year's resolution. Let's write that one down for the new year and let's live into it. And Holy Spirit, come into that, we pray. Lead us into all truth. Lead us away from what is false. Not only the things that we need to avoid, but the things that are within us that need to not be there. Holy Spirit, come. Lead us forward in all truth as we humble ourselves before you. 
and pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com That is home base. It's the website where you find out what's going on around here. The Daily Audio Bible app will do that. Put it in the palm of your hand and you can just search for Daily Audio Bible at whatever app store works with your device. And so check that out. It's Christmas time around here. We still have the Christmas vinyl albums that we uh, that we had during the Christmas season. Thank you for your partnership on those. And those of you who want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible in the final days of this year, thank you deeply. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app, or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian, I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi siblings, this is He Knows My Name, and I'm calling to pray for Magita's son, Lucas, who had an accident at work, and he's now, um, according to the doctors, blind. Father in heaven, I wish to commit into your hands your son, Lucas, Father, he was not born blind. Father, you give sight to the blind. You make the lame to walk. You make the deaf to hear, the dumb to speak. Nothing is too difficult for you to do, O Lord. You are more than able. I pray you, O Father, that you will please restore the sight of Lucas to the glory of your most holy name. Father, please work your miracle in his life, O Lord. May he stand in the congregation of your children to testify to your goodness, O Father. May you please meet him at this point of need. Wherever else he feels pain or discomfort, Father, may you take the pain away. May you provide the finances that is needed, that he will receive the proper medical attention that he deserves. Pray, O Lord, that you will use him as a point of contact to reach out to every other person out there that has one or one kind of deformity or another due to accident, due to sickness or anything, anything at all, Father. May you stretch your healing hands upon them. May you heal them, O Lord, from head to toe and make them whole, O Father, as you made whole the Samaritan who came back to tell you thank you. He will come back to to glorify your name, to thank you, to testify to your most holy name, the wonderful works, O Father. May you make him whole. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed with thanksgiving and adoration. Amen. And it is done. He is healed in the mighty name of Jesus. He will see again. Thank you. Good morning, DAB. My name is Andrea. I've called in a few times for my son and his friend Ethan. But I need prayers. I just got a bad report from a doctor. I had a couple of ultrasounds to try to figure out what was going on in my abdomen and I was blindsided by the information. I'm not going to name it because I'm not claiming this, but I would appreciate any sort of prayers for complete healing for my body. I will be going to OBGYN soon to find out if there is a course of action here. 
but I'm standing on God's word that I am healed by the blood of Jesus. But I'm asking for prayers. I'm also asking for continued prayers for my daughter, Rain, that she would come home to Jesus. And I pray for everyone here, and I hope everybody has a really good holiday. And may God bless you and keep you. Thank you. Hello, this is Debs from Hampshire in the UK. And this prayer and message is for Susan, God's yellow flower, and her son, Keith. I just want to pray for you both. Dear Lord Jesus, we pray that you will be with Keith and his mum, Susan, over these coming days and weeks with this um, return of the cancer. Lord Jesus, we pray that you will give both Susan and Keith a renewed sense of peace, a renewed sense of strength and courage, knowing that you've been with them throughout this journey uh, that Keith has been on, and that you will continue to be right by their side each and every day. And I pray, Lord, for complete healing. Healing over Keith, we pray. I just pray, Lord, that you will be with them both over Christmas and you will just give them a sense of peace. Sending much love and prayers. Bye-bye. Uh, hello, my DAB family. This is Mark Street from the Sydney, Australia. Today is uh, Friday, the 23rd of December. And just wanting to call in and pray for uh, Susan, God's yellow flower, um, and Keith has done. Um, Susan, um, I'm a parent too, and I just want to pray for you. I don't have any words of wisdom, but I just want to pray for you. Um, dear Heavenly Father, you're a parent to all of us, and we know that you hurt so much when we fall away. Lord. So we lift up Susan and Keith you, Lord. She is hurting so much for her son, Lord, and you know that experience, you know that feeling, Lord, Lord, your way is the best way, Lord, if it could be in your plan that you would heal Keith again and bring him back and restore him to full health so that Susan could still be her son in this earthly life, Lord, but Lord, we do know that your will is best, Lord, comfort in this holiday season. Let this be a wonderful season for Susan and Keith and her health extended family, that they will feel your love and your extended uh, joy. Uh, bring them a happy season, a prosperous season for health as well, Lord. In your name, I pray. Susan, I know I'm one of many, but I have turned you and so close to me too. Love you all, thank